It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. It's it's Weekend Eve on The mm-hmm. Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks so much for being with us tonight. We are love, we are dating, romance, relationships, we are advice. Yes. Simon Marcel, hello, our French romantic. Bonjour et bonsoir la belle Angie Taylor. Bonsoir, good ah, evening. Good evening. Uh, thanks for being with us this evening. And Simon, I want to get into it. It's Thursday. Thursdays are guys night. Yes, it is. We do a lot of guy topics. I have a very guy night uh, scenario I want to bring up things that have been going on in the media. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about John Cena and Nikki Bella. Um, Simon, I don't know if you follow wrestling at all. I, I don't. So you're going to tell me more <laughs> about this. Professional wrestling. Okay, John Cena, he's a professional wrestler. Um, he's also an actor. Mm-hmm. His girlfriend, Nikki Bella, they've been together for years dating. Mm-hmm. He's been very vocal the whole time of their dating. I don't want to get married. I don't want to have kids. And then all of a sudden he proposes to her. So he changed his mind about wanting to get married. Now he wants to get married. Nikki is a twin sister. Her sister has a baby. All of a sudden she says, I want a baby. Mm. And he said, I told you I didn't want babies. And now they broke up. Now maybe they're getting back together because now he's like, maybe I don't know. But I want to talk about ultimatums in mm-hmm. relationships. I think they can be very dangerous. No, yes. Um, but for a lot of people, they've kind of worked out. Um, and can be efficient. Dangerous, but can be efficient. Efficient. It can go one way or another. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of resentment that can harbor there. But let's talk about more about this situation. Mm-hmm. I want to get Guy's opinions. I want to get your opinion, Simon. I want to get our tech producer, Adam, who's a single man. I want opinions yes. on ultimatums in relationships. How do you guys deal with those? That's next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Happy Thursday night. Welcome. Welcome. Bienvenue. Bienvenue. Bienvenue, well, welcome Angie to, Oh, thank you. Welcome to the <laughs> show about love, dating, romance, and relationships. And we're talking about ultimatums mm-hmm. in relationships. Those can be very dangerous. You want one thing. The person you're with doesn't want that. You say, if you don't want this, I'm out. Yes. And then maybe they bend, maybe they don't. Do ultimatums ever work? And that goes off this story I was telling you, Simon. And John Cena, Nikki Bella, both professional wrestlers. They have the, the Total Bellas. Um, mm-hmm. I'm addicted to that show, by the way. Um, beautiful couple, been dating a long time. He's always been very vocal, saying, I don't want to be married. I don't want to have kids. I just want you. Yep. You're going to be Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. Mm-hmm. That works, too. Um, suddenly he changes his mind and proposes to her. They're engaged. Everything's great. Her sister has a baby. All of a sudden, oh my gosh, I want a baby too. So Mm, she says to him, we're going to have to have kids. And he says, I told you I didn't want kids. They break up. She has her wedding dress, the date, all of that. But it ended their relationship. Now they're getting back together because he's saying, you know what? Maybe I was a little too hesitant about the children. I really love her. I want her. And if I'm going to lose her for kids, I'll have kids. It seems like an ultimatum has been issued here Mm -hmm. or maybe he felt it. And I wonder, Simon, do you think that this is going to work out okay? Because I think ultimatums can be issued in certain circumstances. But when it comes to having a child, I know, Simon, you are a single man. You're all about romance, love, finding Mm -hmm. the one. You would get married, Mm -hmm. but you are very. But no kids. No kids. I don't want to be a dad. 
so I'm a happy godfather. I, I'm a father figure, but I just don't want to be a dad. So let's put me in the same shoes he's in. Mm-hmm. I love a woman. I'm madly in love with a woman. The love of your life. He love says this life. is the love but, of my life. But, but he's we, broken without her. I understand. But there is the beginning, which is the disclosure of honesty that no kids, no marriage for them, right? Mm-hmm. For me, it's not the marriage, it's the kids. Now, if you love me from day one, and I've told you I don't want kids, you agree to it. Right. You have the right to change your mind and then... Not to be mad at me, you have to say, you don't want kids, I changed my mind, so I have to find somebody who wants kids. Then I'm heartbroken, just like he is. Sure. Right? He wants her back. He wants her. My fear is that it's all about her in that case, instead of wanting to be a father. And being a husband or being a dad are two different functions. They're very different. And why would you want to make somebody a parent that doesn't really want to be a parent. You have to know that if it doesn't work, if he doesn't take to it, then you're doing the, all the parenting. Basically, really. it translates to, you know, for the kid, my dad did it as a favor to my mom. That's, he didn't want me. No, he didn't want me. They made me, but he really did it because of my mom. Can you see yourself, Simon, in this situation where the love of your life is saying, okay, you, you know, you proposed to her. Yeah. And... Then she leaves because you are assertive. I do not want children, and you want her back. Would you say, you know what? Maybe I was a little too fast about saying I don't want kids. Do you ever see yourself bending on that? No. You would lose the love of your life to maintain that. And to maintain the the love as friendship. But I don't think, since I don't want to be a dad, I don't want to raise a kid, I just can't, Angie. It it makes me worry. And it's my right also. Yeah, it makes me worry. And, And she also is very honest about saying, hey, listen, I thought as time and year, they've been together for years. People change sometimes. Yeah, she said, I thought maybe he would change his mind, and he didn't. And now he's saying, okay, I changed my mind. I would be a little nervous in both situations. absolutely, Angie. Well, let's go to the phones, and I want to talk to the guys. It's Thursday night. This is Guys Night. We want to hear the guy perspective, 855-905-8255. That's next. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. 855-905-8255. The topic is ultimatums in your relationship. I want to pick up the phone, Simon. Mm-hmm. Addison, Illinois, our listener on 93.9 Light FM. Here's Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Bonjour. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey. Have you ever been issued an ultimatum, or what do you think of this? Yeah, I've been issued ultimatums multiple times in relationships. and uh, It's not a control my thing, right? One before that. Mm-hmm. My my girlfriend told me that uh, we've been going out for a little over a year, and she said either you uh, stop seeing these three friends of yours who are lifelong friends of mine, Ooh. or I don't want to have anything to do with you. I don't like them. I don't want you around what? them. What did you do? And I was just like, no, like that. That's it. Like I I won't I won't do it. The fact you even gave me an ultimatum made me want to not even talk to you about this. Is that because you felt like it would be? A control situation in every argument, every disagreement down the road. I mean, yeah, I, I, I guess I, I maybe never looked at it exactly that way, but it was kind of this idea of like with someone you love, who you've been in a relationship with for over a year. If you can't come to them and talk to them and be like, mm-hmm. "Hey, listen, I have a serious concern. Uh, I feel this way about something." You know, either put my mind at ease or mm. let's, let's figure out a solution. If you have to, if you just put your foot down and you go, listen, it's either them or me, then to yeah. me, that seems like a, a bad way to have a relationship. You were never given the first right of refusal to make it better. And that's where the problem comes in. Thank you so much uh, for calling up, Ryan. We really appreciate you listening. And I love that example because, Simon, mm-hmm. I want to talk to you about have you been issued ultimatums 
you know, yeah. what would you do in these situations? And I also want to talk to our tech producer, Adam, single guy. The How, one and only. The one and only. How do you guys handle ultimatums? Mm-hmm. That's next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love, dating, romance, relationships, and ultimatums, honey. Mm-hmm. It is Thursday. It's guy night here on the show, meaning we want male perspective on a lot of these issues. Simon, how do you handle an ultimatum if you're in a relationship? So I've been issued an ultimatum from a woman who wanted me to go back to France. So she said, we're So you dating. were here in the States. Yeah, I was here for a while, I mean, already a few years. Started dating this French woman. Back and forth, back and forth, long distance, and then she said, "Move here, we're done." Or and what did it's you? Over. Well, obviously, I'm still here. <laughs> you're still here. So I stayed here. Did you consider that ultimatum? I consider that it came from love. It came from a good place from her. It was not against me. But my reality, my choices in life is to be in America and do what I do, and, and I love what I do. And I was not going back uh, to Paris. Yeah. And so you have one life to live. Th- that's it. And so I really felt her ultimatum was based on the love she had for me and for us. And she didn't want to be alone all the time. Long distance, if you have no chance to be together, is very difficult. I think ultimatums, too, can be... Like, that's a huge request. I mean, ultimatums can be... If you don't take out the garbage this week, I'm not making dinner on Friday. That's one ultimate. The other but, one could be if you don't move to another country, yeah, then, then we're over. We're over. And you have to respect that, too, because who wants to impose to somebody to be alone forever if they can't move here and you can't move there? Right on. I want to talk more about that and what it means and how do you feel about somebody once they issue oh, you yeah. an ultimatum, if you give in and you stay. Is there resentment? Mm-hmm. Do you feel a little bit controlled? That's next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, lovers. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We are love, dating, romance, relationships, and it's guys' night, meaning we want a guy perspective. I mean, we have our French romantic here, Simon Marcel. Hello. Uh, yeah, bonsoir. Good evening, Angie. Uh, bonsoir. So we got on the topic of ultimatums in relationships. It started off on the John Cena and Nikki Bella thing. If you don't have a kid, I'm out. And we've been talking about whether or not ultimatums can work. I think it's case by case. Mm-hmm. If it's something huge, life-changing, life-altering like kids, like moving, like marriage, that is something to think about. I also want to know how you guys feel once it's issued, if you stay. Is there resentment? Um, we've been talking to you, Simon. You're a single man. Mm-hmm. And you've been issued ultimatums. Let's talk to our tech producer, Adam, also a single guy. Hi, Adam. Yo, 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 single man. <laughs> yo, yo, single man in the building. <laughs> Adam, have you ever been issued an, an ultimatum in any relationship with somebody you were dating? Certainly not a high stakes one. Maybe some silly little things like... Uh, you know, I, I won't go to this bar with you anymore if you continue forcing me to watch this, something like that. But I've never been given the I will leave if you don't obey okay. me things. <laughs> I feel like there's a difference then between ultimatums and then just kind of compromising yeah. with certain situations. How would you feel, like Simon said in his situation, of you have to move across the country or in Nikki, Bella, John Cena, you have to have a baby or I'm out. How do you feel like you would react well, I would hope to not even get to that point because for some of these big issues, I would hope they were our, our positions were known, yeah, before it came to an ultimatum. But I, I would not be thrilled with an ultimatum, and I'd probably just uh, use it as ammunition to leave the relationship and find someone nicer. Oh, nicer, nicer, who doesn't but threaten me. It doesn't mean that somebody's being mean. No. I don't think it's Simon, a threat. What do you think it's an absolute threat. 
It's not a threat. It's the moment. It is kind of a threat. But it's the moment of truth. If somebody issues an ultimatum because they want to know the answer and they give you the opportunity to say yes or no, I don't feel it as a threat. I like ultimatums because I don't want you to resent me because you have not there. You haven't. You were afraid of my reaction. Are we going to split? Tell me what you want. Ultimatum me all you want. Give me the option to tell you what I feel or vice versa. I love ultimatum because they're the moment of truth in relationships. I understand what Adam is saying, though, because it does seem sort of like a threat. It's like if you don't do this, I'm doing this instead of saying, hey, listen, this is what I really want. I understand you know, speaking up for what you want. Like, I really want to be a mom. I really want my husband to live with me in France. I really want, you know, whatever the ultimatum is, I think it's in how you express it. And instead of saying, if you don't do this, I'm leaving. You're holding somebody emotionally hostage when you do that. But you're also giving the person the ability to say, you know what? We're done. And then you know. And free at last. Yes, that's why I like the idea to have the chance to Say what you want, even if it's a bit brutal, but it's not an unspoken. You don't resent. So many people, and you keep inside of them all those questions for years before they, they issue this ultimatum. For so, years. So let's say the person that you issued the ultimatum to yeah. agrees to it. Now you get to finally let go of the resentment. Yes. But what about their resentment now? Because now I'm doing something that I really didn't want to do only to have you in my life because I love you, but I don't love this but I'm doing it just for you. I feel like you're building, you're, there's a breeding ground for a whole new issue. Well, it's true, but that's where the space for the compromise. So I've done that for you. Let's do that for me. So you try to find both happiness. I just think when a woman or a man issues an ultimatum, that's how important it is for them to say it. Adam, and I respect that. do you agree with that? I mean, I see where Simon's coming from, but personally, I, I just think there's a way to do this without threats being involved. And I, yeah. I, I also want to say that to all our listeners out there, I have an idea for this sort Go of ahead. a countermatum, or I will call this the atomatum. If some, <laughs> if some, if your partner gives you an ultimatum, you counter with, "Listen, you're going to stop giving me ultimatums, or I'm out." The ultimate ultimatum, uh, the ultimate atom, the ultimate uh, atom, the, the mic drop of ultimatums. Do not issue another ultimatum, or I'm out. There you go. I don't agree with you there, but that's okay. <laughs> Fine, Simon. Simon says, we agree to disagree. All right, then. Simon says issue ultimatums all day, honey. All, all, you, right. all the time you need it. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> ultimatum over here. Okay. Yes. Um, since it's guy night, we're going to get more guy advice from you. We have an mm-hmm. email that came in to simonandangie.com. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Email oh, next. wonderful. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie Love Dating, Romance, Relationships. It's guy night, meaning, Simon, you're our guy. Thank you, Angie. You're the guy in the back pocket that we all wish we had during this relationship drama, giving us advice. We got an email that came in to simonandangie.com. This is a bonjour, Simon Marcel email. Thank you. Uh, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. My name is Rose. How do you say Rose in... Rose. 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 Not a Rose. I don't know. Hi, Rose. Um, Rose Rose, is listening from Akron, Ohio, Uh, your your other home. Oh, yes. uh, 98.1. And I need your advice, Simon. I'm a nurse that works with this really cute doctor. I found out that my work bestie Mm -hmm. has a crush on the same doctor. He's switching to another floor in the hospital in two weeks. And my nurse friend wants to give him her number. But he's been showing interest in me. All my friends tell me I should go for it, but I feel like it would be wrong. Help me here. What should I do? So let's say, Simon, that Mm -hmm. you find out two girls have a crush on you Mm -hmm. and you're interested in one. 
what advice would you give to Rose? I would say to Rose, you have to follow your heart. Okay. I, I want you to expand on that because I feel like this happens a lot of times with friends. You both are crushing on the same person. What do you do in this situation? What should Rose do? That's next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We have an email that came in, simonandangie.com. For you, Simon, uh-huh. Rose, our listener in Akron, saying, hey, I'm a nurse. I have a crush on this doctor. Mm-hmm. And I found out that my bestie at work also has a crush on the same doctor. However, doctor is showing interest in Rose. What do you think here? You both like the same guy. It's your friend. It's a guy. But uh, you follow your heart, Angie. Th- that in life, you can't deny that. And uh, Rose can't deny herself the chance. In the she, name of what? In the name of having to work with somebody every day uh, that suddenly now hates your guts. Right, but, <laughs> but, but, but if it's true love... You can't deny your chance of love because you're afraid at work to create a problem. Okay, so let me ask you this. Should Rose tell her friend at work, hey, I really like that doctor. I'm going to ask him out. Just to make sure that there's no, like, that her friend doesn't feel like she was going behind her back. Like, there was all. I'm going to tell you, I would not trust my friend for that. I would not tell anybody. I would try to get a signal because if the person is not interested in Rose, then there's no need to alert the media, right? Well, I'm wondering why Rose knows that her friend likes the doctor, but her friend doesn't know that Rose likes the doctor. Like, if her friend says, I have a crush on the doctor, why didn't you say, I've had a crush on him forever, too? Now it's a contest. Because she wants to keep it quiet. (laughs) All right. So you're saying... So I said to Rose... Go with your heart. Go with your heart. Take your chance. I'm all about finding true love. And then the doctor will decide anyway. Good luck. This is a lot of interworking you know, politics that are going on. Love and politics do not mix very well. True. But we, we wish you the best and we hope you best find of luck. love. Yes, Horst. Yes. Thank you, Horst. Um, <laughs> all right, let's take some phone calls yes. for advice. 855-905-8255. Next on The Rendezvous. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. Your love, dating, romance, relationships, headquarters. And uh, your <laughs> your friends in the struggle, Simon and Angie, are French romantic. I'm Angie. Uh, Simon is here as well. And so let's go to the phone, 855-905-8255. We have a caller, Simon, mm-hmm. that needs some help. Let's go to Nicole, listening in Southampton, Massachusetts, on Mix 93.1. Hi, Nicole. Bonjour. Hello. <laughs> I hope you guys can help me. <laughs> well, we hope we can, too. What's yes. going on? Um, so I recently went through just an horrible breakup. I was living with my boyfriend and I thought he was about to propose and uh, he broke up with me instead. Okay. <laughs> so That's I terrible. ended up moving in with one of my closest friends mm-hmm. and her and her boyfriend are Uber into PDA, mm. which is, you know, normally kind of annoying, but right now it's like excruciating. <laughs> So when you say they're into PDA, like they're making out all over the house? Yes. Are you hearing sounds of love all night long? Is that what you're saying? No, like they make out in front of me like we're hanging out in the living room. Mm. And so you're uncomfortable. And, and my friend is also a bit of a drama queen. And so I like I don't like she's letting me live with her right now. <laughs> so I don't want to make problems. Okay. But I also don't want to just he's there all the time. Are you paying rent? Are you paying rent with your friend? Am I paying rent? Yes. Okay. Well, that's, Mm. I was going to say, if you're not paying rent, then you just have to like sit back and watch the show. But go ahead, Simon. I mean, Nicole, and I understand it could be 
tiring, but at the same time, it is their house. I mean, yes, you are paying rent, but you're just a guest paying rent. Or he doesn't sub- live there, but he's just always there. He's always there. I see. I mean, if it's just making out and no ulala, no noise... I mean, you can go to your room, and if that's all there I is... I mean, there's visual noise, Simon. Like, she's seeing it. But she said there's it, no ulala. But so she's just seeing them French make out kissing? all the time. That's uncomfortable. If you're sitting next to a couple, like, let's say we're watching The Voice, and this person, exactly. these two people next to me are constantly... It's a really it weird, annoying. uncomfortable... But it's not annoying. Like, I'm sure you're happy for your friend that she's got a makeup partner right now, but, like, can you guys go somewhere else for a second while I'm here? Yeah, yeah, I mean, Nicole, I, I understand. Um, are you there, you think, on a permanent basis, or are you going to move out and find your own place? Because that's also important. Well, it was know. supposed to be permanent, but I'm thinking I may have to, you know. So you signed look up for, for this. My own place. Right. You signed up for this paying rent. You guys had an agreement. It was going to be this certain type of way. And then all of a sudden, the guy is here all the time, and they're always making out in your face. And it's uncomfortable. Yeah. You need to feel comfortable in your own that is true. home. That but is how true. do you say something? But, I mean, you, you, we have to use your sense of humor. Like, you know, maybe you don't have to make out all the time, guys. Because yeah. you, you got to make it as a joking thing. You can't make like, it as a very serious right, thing. Right, because you don't want to have a sit down oh, with them. Yeah, can you just be like, oh, my God, get a room, and sort of make a joke out of it and sort of be like, God, yeah, you guys just, are so I, I don't know. She kind of flies off the handle at, at almost anything. I mean, that's probably the best way to go about it. I think if it's this much of an issue and you express yourself in funny ways, like get a room, and they're not taking the hint, you have to find a new place to go because a it's either going to destroy your friendship and right. cause fights yeah. or b you're never going to feel comfortable in your own home and your home is your temple your home is your place at the end of the day where you want to feel relaxed so you have to do one or the other like either decide you're going to keep your mouth shut or pack it up and go when the lease is up and a little humor don't forget there's this uh, humor of course uh, yeah that's... of course but make a plan if well, it's not yeah working. i think that's my first line of attack will definitely be to try to <laughs> throw out some comments that hopefully won't upset maybe, maybe they want nicole <laughs> to join like, in on the phone yeah. simon have you thought about that maybe that's why they keep it. making out in front of you maybe they Ooh. want you to join in I guess not. Nicole is not down. No, Nicole is not down <laughs> with that plan. Well, then if you're not down, I'm definitely. desperate, but not that desperate. Not yet. <laughs> All right. Well, we wish you the best of luck yes. in your love life, in your living situation. And thanks so much for calling us for advice, and we hope we helped. Uh, Thank Absolutely. you for your help. Have a good night, Nicole. Have you ever lived with somebody that the relationship dynamic, theirs or yours, affected the the living situation and and how did that all work out that's next on the rendezvous with simon and angie you're listening to the rendezvous with simon and angie thanks so much for being with us tonight love dating romance relationships we're talking about uncomfortable situations Mm -hmm. um with the roommates um that goes from our last call from nicole sometimes when you have roommates you have to understand that people have love lives Sure. That will come into your apartment as well. In college, the roommate that I had had a boyfriend that was in jail. And Uh the phone bill was under my name. And so he used to call collect from jail all the time. And they would have three-hour conversations. And so she just decided to take off one day and I was left with the bill. Um, I would hear them having phone ooh-la-la all the time through the walls, and it was very uncomfortable. It was extremely uncomfortable when I was left with a huge phone bill, but that's another story. 
Jill, our executive producer. Hi, Jilly. Hi. So you had the same situation, not mine, but you had a roommate that made you uncomfortable with their situation? Yeah, my roommate was like a serial dater. And not only would she go out on dates, she would bring the guys home. So it would be literally a different guy every night. And I'm not even exaggerating. Every and night. And I'd walk in and it would be like some stranger. Sometimes they were like very drunk and it was very weird. But um, How did it make you feel going unsafe. home? Did you ever express that? Eventually I had to because there was an incident where one of the guys got a little crazy and I was like, we can't really have this anymore. Mm -hmm. um, he like threw glasses and it was very weird. But she never knew the guys that she was bringing home and that was the problem that I had. Right. Like she had just met them. She was intoxicated every time? She wasn't, but the guys a lot of the times were, yeah. which was the interesting part. Simon, let's get off Jill being jealous of her roommate for their amazing love life. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yes. We're going to go to the phones. I want to hear your dating love drama. Simon mm -hmm. and I will help you next. 855-905-8255. Coming up on The Rendezvous. Thanks for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's guy night. Mm-hmm. And guys have relationship issues too, Simon, right? Of course. So let's go to the phones, 855-905-8255. I want to pick up uh, Martin listening. He listens on our iHeart app all the time. He listens in LA. Hi, Martin. How can we help you on the rendezvous? Bonjour. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. We're good. What's going on? Chilling just out here in LA trying to date. Trying to date. What's the dating problem? Well, I think the issue is I'm gay, and that which is not the problem. That's not but, the issue, honey. Tell us the real issue. <laughs> the issue is a lot of, like, if you go on dates out in L.A., every time you're going on a date, it feels like it's a, like a job interview or a business interview or it's like a contest of who's doing the most. Like, I find mm. myself going on a date with dudes, and they're constantly listing off their resume rather than just telling me, like, what they like to do for fun or mm. what's the cool hobbies or, like, listing all their resumes. Like, oh, yeah, my friend is the producer for Kanye West, and it's all, like, name-dropping. Wait a minute. And, oh, Do you have that guy's this, number? Hold on. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> I listen, actually do, but that's no, not the point. The um, point is, yeah, it's, so, it's, a, it's, it's a job interview. It's annoying. But, uh, okay, so it's not just in L.A., it's everywhere. All my friends, it's all the super extra, I, Simon. You know, in LA, though, it's it's, I, it's I, next I, level. My, I, I stole my husband from LA, and who he said he agreed a thousand percent with Martin. Every time he went out, every girl was like, "Where do you work?" Oh, that's not good enough. Okay, yeah. So, okay, in that sense, I get it. I want to ask you, Simon, because you've dated online as well. Yes, and many friends of mine do date online. Where is the romance here? Where is the getting to know somebody? Mm -hmm. And we'll come back with Martin and Simon's expertise next on The Rendezvous. We're back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, relationships. So many romance, dating, relationships, Simon, mm -hmm. start online these days. Thank God I missed that whole part. But um, we're still on the line <laughs> with our listener in L.A., Martin. Hi, Martin. Bonjour. Hey, how's it going, guys? So Martin is saying, hey, you know what? I have this problem. Gay man, I go out with all these guys in L.A. All they want to know is, who do you work for? Your producer, this, that, the other thing. It's all a resume check. It's a job interview. There's something missing. Am I, am I getting the gist of this, Martin? Uh, yeah, that's very accurate. Simon, how does he change that narrative when he goes out on a date? So when you go on a date, Martin, and uh, you feel it's going like an interview, like a resume interview, like a job interview, stop Answering questions about are you like this, are you like that, make a conversation about movies, about music, about taste, about general things, like a friend. 
because this is the biggest mistake all of us online daters can make. There's so many options up there that we feel like we are in the supermarket of love. Yes. So we go on the aisle in the supermarket of love. There is 10 types of ice cream, 10 types of water. You ten, don't find it, what do you do? Next, right? Next door. Next to, mm-hmm. And so we're looking for that perfect uh, partner because online now that gives you so much options like, you know, uh, what you like to wear, what you do, so many things that are not organic. You're shopping. Yes. And once you feel you are being shopped for or you're the one shopping for love, you are failing. If the date is a Q&A, you're about to fail and it's going to be like a job interview. Because somebody has already the ideas they want to hear in their head. Exactly. And that, if you don't match, what happens? Well, if you don't match, then, you know, the person feels they're next. wasting their time. Mm-hmm. Next. And they never give a chance to get to know you. Love is complicated. It's the most complicated interaction between two human beings. It's not just about what job you've had, mm-hmm. where did you intern, uh, what kind of sports you like. All of this is irrelevant compared to the chemistry, the emotion, the history, the families. So go slowly. Yeah, you have to. You have the, the to. The Q and A kills the, Q&A. the romance. There is no romance in Q and A because somebody is trying to see how you will supplement their life. How are you going to make my life better? That's why they're asking you questions, Martin. And instead of saying, who are you as a person? They're saying, how are you going to make my life better? So what is the typical first question you get? What do you do? Right? Yeah. What do you do? So what do you say when they say, what do you do? What do you do for a living? Just curious. I'm not on a date with you, so I can ask. (laughs) I'm in the entertainment business. Okay. So you can say... You know what? I'm in the entertainment business, but speaking of entertainment, do you like plays? Do you like this? Do you like that? I think there's a way to redirect the conversation. To to a more neutral conversation. Yes. Like, did did you watch this last movie? Did you listen to that last album? Right. Get out of the personal Q&A and you're entering a zone of romance. Right. Where you're not being graded. That's the problem. And and the online dating profile creates that. You never know what's going to spark somebody's interest until you share it with them. So... (laughs) Share your world, don't share your resume. Yeah, a conversation is not a Q&A. It's an exchange. Awesome. That's really, really good advice, guys. I really appreciate it. Let me ask you a quick question. Let's just put you on the spot right now. I'm dating you right now. Instead of asking what you do for a living, Martin, what is your most favorite thing in the world to do? I mean, I really like comic books. Boom! Hi, I like comic books. That's Which it. Are you DC? Are you Marvel? Have you seen the last movie? Do you see how many conversations can you go from there? You expand your yes. conversation. And then if the person isn't feeling you on that like quirk that you have, you realize maybe this isn't the person for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe they are. Maybe I can get them into it. But don't lead with your job because that's LA and you don't like it. So don't lead with it. Make no, it sense? makes a lot of sense. I really appreciate the, the advice you guys. It makes a lot of sense. All, All right. right, then. Thank you so much, Martin. We wish you the best of luck. Let us know how dating goes in the future, yeah. okay? Awesome. You. Thanks for having me on, you guys. Yep. All right, babe. Bye-bye. Great personality. There's mm-hmm. more to you than the job. All right, when we come back, more Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, relationships. We hope we helped you. We hope that listening to other people's issues, um, our conversations, maybe helped you in your own. If not, you can always listen back, simonandangie.com, to our podcast tonight. We talked a a lot about ultimatums tonight, Simon. Mm -hmm. Um, It was guy night. Thursday night's always guy night. But ultimatums, it started with John Cena's situation, Nikki Bella. If you don't have a kid, I'm out. Are ultimatums ever good in relationships? And the guy perspective. Also, Cross's uh, bonjour email about crushing on the same guy as her friend. Yes. And then we have Martin's call about 
dates feeling like interviews. He goes on these dates with guys all the time, and he lives in L.A., and I know it's not exclusive to L.A., but it's even more prevalent there. But it's always a job interview. And, Simon, that's where your Simon Says came here. Thanks, Angie. I said there is no romance in Q&A, meaning when you go on a date, if it feels like a Q&A, you are getting away from romantic feelings, from any romance, but getting into a job interview mode or a, a, a non-fun time. And so... Non-fun time. Non-fun time. It's not going to be fun if Q&A. Q&A is high school, college, or when you're looking for a job. Well, if you're at a job, think about you in a job interview. Are you really divulging things personal, things that will make people love you on a on a real level, on a heart level, on a soul level? You're you're just giving your resume. And in the Q&A, there is wrong answer and right answer, right? Right. With grades. It's a test. if, If you feel the person is grading you. There is a problem, right? Yes. So change that conversation and go back to neutral. Love it, Simon. Thank you so much. If you ever want to see Simon Says, check out all of our social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Simon and Angie. Until tomorrow, thank you for being with The Rendezvous. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.